Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Staying Up with Cammie and Darren. I'm Cammie. And I'm Taryn. And every night we get to have a super sexy fucking sleepover. And we were like, wait, this is too sexy. We should invite you guys to join like once a week. <laughs> Uh, so it's not like so sexy that we get tired of how sexy it all is. Or like make it spicier. Or that. Well, I yeah. just didn't want to feel, I didn't want to open up our relationship oh, without he. telling you. Oh, thanks. So we only agreed on once a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's the parameters of it. Yeah. So, hey, thanks for coming. And uh, thanks for staying up so far. I always struggle to do our intro because I, in my head, hear my old podcast intro. Oh. And I'm like, every every word that comes out of my mouth, I'm like, which one am I saying? Am I doing it right? I did when we were just like getting our right levels. Ones. Right. I did say a little makeup line. Okay. I feel like I've been bad at my makeup lately. Are you feeling that? I'm not feeling that. Okay. I feel like I'm being line. rushed. Well, I'll slow down. Slow down. Great. Great Take a little I'm, minute with your eyeliner. You don't wear eyeliner. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of one thing of makeup. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard, and you can even share video podcasts on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. It's been so great for Taryn and I to record and publish our episodes ourselves from anywhere. So if you're ready to start your podcast, give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started started how you doing i'm good how are you what's been on your mind good you look cute thanks oh my god i've been thinking look how long my hair is Mm -hmm. extension free it's literally longer than mine it's like really long it's there's not a lot of it there's like two strands hanging on by a thread (laughs) but it's long isn't it incredible how we can be jealous of each other's things and you are not jealous of my hair i am I've always wanted thin hair. You would I know hate that's it. ridiculous. You would know, like, you. it wouldn't look good, though. Like, thicker hair can look good because you don't really have to do much with it. And it's pretty. Your you hair would, looks good. I have to do, I do it every day. Yeah. You don't like to do your hair. Yeah, it's, it's actually funny that our hair just is there and we have to figure out what to do with it. There are these <laughs> little dead skin cells on top of our head and we, like, twirl them and curl them and, like, braid them. <laughs> We're like, honestly, today you will come back to life. Quilly twilly. It's kind of cute. And like all cultures have like different things that they do. Like hair is pretty special. Yeah. We've been watching Queer Eye and I um, just so love this season. I love to see how like every person's personality and their like background and whatever they like figure out how to to style them specially or yeah. do their hair or whatever. And I'm like, that's so fun. We're all so different. Yeah. They're really good at making it incredibly personal which yeah. is so sweet except oh. for bobby he decorates house everyone's house the same but they all look good yeah he's definitely pushing a style now totally which fair enough yeah he should he also is like the most talented like he's really doing doing a lot he's doing a lot yeah. i also feel like anthony is doing better this season i felt bad that i said that in previous yeah. seasons i kind of felt like he's a dud Mm. Like I like him personally, but his addition to the group is yeah, yeah, doesn't feel. I think it just depends. It depends on the case. It depends on the hero they're working with, which I love that they call the people hero. It's very cute. So speaking of heroes, yeah. So (laughs) you have an opportunity to be a hero. Okay. We were talking earlier about how sweet it is that to be loved by you. Yes, we were talking about that. Mm -hmm. We were talking about how sweet it is to be loved by you, listener. Pee-pee. My little pee-pee. My little pee-pee. I kissed you. Um, no, we were talking about how like 
we come on here and we ask for reviews and we're like, oh my God, make sure to leave us a review. But then we're like, it really does matter, right? Like, it's not yeah. us pandering for nothing. It's us telling you they really do matter. Yeah. We don't want to say it. We don't want to say it. I really don't want to say Today, it. Today, Cami was like, do we have to say it? I did say that. And I said, we do. Because you know why? Why? Baby? One, it helps. But two, it's like we are opening our doors to you. Every week. True. We say, let's let these bitches in. Let them in. Let's let them in. Let's let, let's, let's let loose. Let's let wild. Mm-hmm. Let's take our pants off together. Sure. And... It would be as if you came to our house ready to have a nice time, empty fucking handed. Oh, rude. Literally rude. Pet peeve for another episode. (laughs) Write that one down. Um, Wow. Good job. (laughs) Ooh. I hope that sounded good. Um, And so now we're just kind of thinking, you know what? You want to come into our house every week? I love that. We invite you. Don't come empty handed. Hamded. <laughs> I literally at the end. I was honestly, it was good. It was that so was such good. a pitch. It was so good. I don't think anyone heard. Good thing we're not recording our voices. Thank God. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, don't come empty-handed. Bring something, and by bring something, we mean bring a review. Drop a star. Yeah. Five stars only. Yeah, no less. A star. No, five Jesus stars. That's Christ, the only dude. gift we will allow. Yeah. Um, because it means a lot. Yeah, and you'll get kicked out if you leave one. Yeah, we want to do this forever. So welcome in. Bring snacks. Please. Snacks or reviews. Thank you, PPs. Thank you, PPs. Sweet. It's funny that this is so, has nothing to do with what you're just talking about. Mm. But you really get sad when I don't laugh at your jokes. Mm -hmm. And you think I don't often, and you don't think I think you're funny enough. But I feel like I'm just always laughing during these episodes and people have commented like I would never laugh at the things they laugh at. I feel like I'm always, I feel like I'm your biggest fan and I feel like I want recognition for being your biggest fan. (laughs) Okay. So here's how I would put it. Mm -hmm. I'm also drinking ice cold coffee, not iced coffee. Like it's just, (laughs) it's just gone cold room temp rip. Um, so I feel as if you laugh at me, at did you mean something no no i didn't i didn't you're you have laughter around me (laughs) and and i it's not that i don't think i'm funny enough for you or whatever because i certainly am funny enough for everyone i'm funny okay okay (laughs) i'm coming out guns blazing how would i call you cocky again that's i don't care go to a different show (laughs) i'm feeling crazy um I think that I have a good level of humor. What I think it is, is that I wonder if my humor is not your humor. It totally isn't. Uh, like I was so not expecting it to go that way. No, we've talked about this. Like, I think you lived with guys for a long time. Yeah. So you will like, your your default humor is like little boy humor. Uh, no, it is not. A hundred percent I'm not is. like only talking toots and... No, I don't mean like that. I mean like how I imagine like these little kids on the playground in our backyard. Yeah. We don't have a playground in our backyard. (laughs) That kids come do that. Sounded so creepy. There's a a school right behind us. So we hear the kids playing. It's like that. We're technically not allowed to live here, but we made our way in. We can't be this close to a school. Oh my God, Taryn. That was the most inappropriate joke. See, little boy. That's funny. Isn't that what people make jokes about? No. Like if you pee in your backyard, it Was whatever. that a pedophile joke? Oh, I don't know. I think it might have been. It was. I didn't mean that. I meant more like public indecency or something. Like something. Sure, less. sure, 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 sure. <laughs> sure. Um, no, like it's funny. It's just, yeah, it's not always my humor. It's yeah. like repetitive stuff and things like that. <laughs> yeah. Are we going to go on sheesh territory and talk about. <laughs> I, I don't think like you're you like trying to be funny uh, anyone trying to be funny never really gets me Absolutely. i just but i you're natural like you're you're funny you're Thank like you. i'll take that i like your like natural witty banter the best witty banter yeah cool mm-hmm. i thought you were gonna go into the sheesh territory and i was about to be no scared not, i'm sad. not going there all right taryn's been saying sheesh a lot <laughs> I'm going there. Go there. No, Taryn's just been saying sheesh a lot. And I was like in the worst mood the other day. I didn't realize how bad the mood was. And let's be. I was pretty 
open about you, we were the really bad mood that I was in. You were in a bad mood, but then we went on a date to try to get me to out try of to get her out of the mood. mood. So and you kept saying she's and I kept saying I. It's really getting it's like grinding my gears and then you kept doing it i said it and then you two got mad times that night the second time you got oh mad. we're not going there because that is so inaccurate <laughs> true. and i refuse to allow that but then she got really mad at me and you was said it two times in a row at the end when we were leaving but it had been like the 20th time that evening i'm feeling on. <laughs> but but you apologize for for not being happy about it being a sheesh moment totally but so how is it my fault again in this moment no it's not your fault i'm okay. saying like i i don't feel like i'm i don't i apologize for how i shared myself i think i'm allowed to not find it funny absolutely and then when i repeatedly say like well, it's kind of grinding my gears a little and it keeps going it's like that's a little unfair we have different realities of this situation. Clearly. Um, we'll take it to therapy. <laughs> or like sitting down but with our... that's what I mean with, yeah, with our therapist. Sheesh. Like, okay, I was going like this. Sheesh! <laughs> but it's actually turned into something fun because like that little moment where I was like in a bad mood and realized I was like being dramatic about it. Now I feel like we're both just saying sheesh all the time and it's like funny. That is. Yeah. And now it doesn't annoy me because I was like... Now it's like... I don't know the term for it but it's like it's it's like ironic kind of i'm not ironic kinda. i don't know what the word. it's just funny now anyway now we're having fun now we're having fun <laughs> now sheesh yeah, um sheesh. anyways what's been on your mind lately besides sheesh replaying again and again um what's been on my mind <gasps> wait i'm sorry whoa i think i just had a little bit of an epiphany and i have to share okay of why the repetitive stuff bothers me okay this is breaking news here on this pod we have never talked about this so i'm no, i've I'm never talked about this in my own little wee brain you do let alone out loud okay sheesh, with you me. or all the our peepees watching um i think because i can tend to be a little repetitive my like ocd mm. in my brain mm. and i when i get anxious it manifests in the form of i hear like repetition repetition or like it's like it sounds like I'm in a really crowded place with oh, my hands over my ears muffled. I hate that noise. So babe. when I'm not feeling great, if somebody is doing that as humor, it's what it sounds like to me. So I it makes that. me really anxious because it's like then I'm hearing it and then it becomes that sound, whether it be like a silly noise or like a re or like sheesh or a repetitive <laughs> joke or something like that. Then I'm hearing it muffled. Yeah. And it's like in there. You're and like, I, sheesh, sheesh, sheesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think it like plays it's, into my anxiety really badly. Okay. So if I'm already anxious or overwhelmed, it's it's like I feel like I'm in a panic because I think I'm very sensitive to like noises and touch when I'm anxious. Yeah. That it's it it's one of those things. Okay. Thank you for sharing that with me. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, back to you. Um. No. No. I'm. I. I'm. That is helpful. I remember the first time. I wonder what that noise is called. But I remember the first time that I felt that like crowded room noise oh. where it's like you. It almost feels like every podcast in the world is playing at the same time as oh loud as possible. And it's like. Mine are typically people yelling at me, though. Like it's like mean. Oh. I almost feel like I'm in. I don't know if this is a scene in Harry Potter, but I almost feel like, you know, when he's traveling with a like a port, not a port key, like when he goes through the. um fireplace and stuff like that no but when he uses a little powder oh yeah that's a is it a porky i don't know I whatever don't. and it's like you're kind of like traveling through all these words yeah it's that but instead of just podcasts and conversations it's it's if i was hearing everyone arguing at the same time terrible and arguing at me i used to think i was delulu oh, me too. I when i, I like, heard I that what if we both are cute <laughs> sorry that just felt really timely you <laughs> can understand that no, thank you <laughs> um cool all right i'm having fun me too wow, what's been on crazy. your mind talk to me i've been thinking a lot about adult friendships what hit me there's like so many parts to this i need to like figure out how to share this in a concise way and i don't think i can so i'm just gonna ramble so i think like we live in a weird time where some of our friends are younger and like we have a, a wide variety of friends who are in very different we, you're talking me yes. and you not like our generation 
Um, maybe a little bit about, okay. but I'm just going to talk about us. But uh, yes, we have friends who are married and have multiple kids. Mm-hmm. We have friends who are like very, very focused on their careers and very high up on their careers. Mm-hmm. We have people who are just getting started. We have friends who are in school. Like, yeah, we have a wide gambit we of whole gambit. different pieces of parts of where they are in their life. Yes. And with that comes how you view your friendships. Like pre-COVID, I would see my friends most nights of the week. You were always with people. Always with friends. And if I couldn't be with friends, like if I didn't have time to hang out, if I was too busy with working and work wasn't as crazy as it is now, they would come to me. They would like hang out while I work or they would work at my house. Like it was just constant hanging with friends. It was like a sorority house vibes where it's just like everyone's around. Yeah. And I think most people have that. Yeah. in college and into their early 20s yeah. that's kind of your how you how you spend time with your friends and if you yeah. don't see your friends for a couple of weeks it's weird so then i think a lot changed during covid people went through a lot of life phases because it was years but they didn't have time to slowly transition with their friendships yeah because we weren't allowed to see friends so you went from hanging out with your friends all the time and then for some people like myself went through life phases where now it's totally normal to not see my friends every night yes it's normal to go weeks without seeing people i call my best friends yeah that's okay it's like you can have a girls night once a month and that's normal because our lives are very busy even once a month is hard to do totally yeah People move like it's crazy, but because you went from it felt like virtually overnight. Yes. You know what I mean? Totally. I think I think we always say this when we talk about COVID, but like so many studies will be done someday about Mm -hmm. like whatever time warp COVID was. So but it did feel like it was super long and super short. And I don't I think some pieces of our lives like show that more often like i think a lot of people talk about their health like gaining right weight losing weight like getting bulky like gaining muscle all these things yeah there were like you look at yourself pre-covid and post-covid and like you kind of looked like a different person but you're like how did that but it felt like you went to bed and woke up and when did that happen yeah so yeah and then you look back and now we can all look at covid and we're like holy fuck that was three Mm -hmm. years or whatever yeah three yeah two and a half three whatever um Kami told me COVID was over yesterday. That was a big day for me. Yeah, they like announced that it's not a pandemic anymore. As I was taking But I also feel like no one was really talking about that. About it being over? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, but I agree with you. I think friendships are always really hard to navigate during life changes. Yeah. But this one specifically, this time frame Mm -hmm. and the age that we all were and the like fast, how fast time went for three years, it just like discombobulated everybody. Yeah, I just wonder if it's as much of a shared experience with everyone as it is for us to have so many friends in different life stages. Like we have friends who are married with kids, but then we have single friends. Like yeah. at, we have a lot of real, and not just like, I'm not saying you're in a different, I mean, yeah, you are in a different life phase if you totally a partner or not. But I don't know. I feel like we have such a variety of friends and that makes it really hard because I know certain friends understand that it's nothing against them if I'm not seeing them for a month. But then other friends get upset and it's hard to explain that of like, I don't value our friendship any less. Like, I want to see you. I want to hang out. I want to make time for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It kind of got harder to navigate. And now I'm like, I'm 32. We're 32. And I love when I say we about our age. It feels really intimate that we're the same age. Yeah, for a couple of months. I don't think I've really dated anyone where I'm the same age as them. Have you? Oh my God, no. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. Wait a minute. Yeah. Holy shit. This is the first time I've dated anyone where it's the same age. I've never realized that. Yeah. Right? I was thinking about that this morning. Babe, I have full epiphanies before you wake up. I've had a, I, my whole morning was, I was thinking about so much, but one of which. That's what I do at night when you're asleep. Yeah. I don't like this. We got to get on the same We should write them down. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we should. Okay. Um, and you give me your morning ones to read at night and I'll give you my night ones. I used to keep a notebook of things to tell you when I couldn't bother you when you were working. That's really cute. Yeah. I love you. (laughs) I love you too. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I think that like. 
it's now that we're 32, I'm finding it hard to navigate because the gap feels noticeable in life stage where pre-COVID it didn't like it didn't yeah feel like people were so different now I'm like if we have a married couple with kids over with some of our other friends who are like maybe in school and single and still trying to figure it out like which feels like a weird dynamic that's not even what I mean I don't mean that like just because you're in school or you're single you're still trying to figure it out because people that are married are still trying to figure it out I think it's just your you're having more changes happen more rapidly yeah, at that phase. Yes. It's where stability. once you're, yeah, once you're married and have kids, like your day to day is busier, but more consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But I've also been really liking this. Uh, we're somewhere in the middle. Which yeah. It's weird. I've been really liking this phase of life because recently, like some of your friends have been calling me for work advice and that's been really special. Like really cute. just getting to like, I don't know. I like get so excited when I see somebody's name pop up and I'm like, oh my God, what are they calling me about? And then I just get to revisit like earlier parts of my career or times where like I was switching roles or whatever. And it's like, this is going to sound ridiculous. I'm not mentoring them, but I'm saying it's the closest thing that I've ever felt to like giving useful advice. Yeah. I mean, you really put your all into it. You've made like fun decks for them to read and like, yeah, you've, you kind of are in a sense. Like you're know. putting that much energy into it. And so then there's that side of some of our friendships. And then there's the other side. Like we went to dinner the other day with friends of ours and they pitched us business ideas for like two hours mm-hmm. and they were amazing. Like yeah. real business ideas that would yeah. work. And it's like just fun to see the yeah. whole, all of it. Yeah. It's really nice. It's a weird thing to navigate. I think friendships as adults is weird to navigate yeah. in general. And even like... We were talking to one of our friends about making new friends. Mm-hmm. And we were like, we wouldn't want to make a new friend right now. No. Like people always ask me online, how do you make friends as an adult? And I think one of the real reasons why it gets so difficult is a lot of people are in like a no new friends mindset mm-hmm. because I barely have time for the people I really care about yeah. as it is. For your I don't really have time to invest in new people and sometimes I will sometimes it's worth it like I've and I enjoy it when it does like it's been fun for me to invest in your friends yeah because they are like that is inevitable that they're a big part of our life so it's been fun that it's like I have the time and the energy to give it yeah and it is so worth it totally and it's it's nothing personal to people but it's like I don't have time to then like go on to a dinner with a random person that I might could maybe be friends with when I haven't seen three of my best friends in a month (laughs) yeah but it's just so bizarre every once in a while we do meet somebody out and Mm -hmm. i'm like i want to be your friend like there's there's it makes it more exciting when that happens because you're you gotta really like somebody to want to do that there's a couple that we met at a friend's birthday and we were just like in the corner talking to them for like two hours and we've been trying to plan a a date and it's just it, it makes me feel so much better because our planning is near impossible (laughs) it's like oh let's check back in june vibes i know it's kind of refreshing when someone else is like though i feel less bad same um but they're they're people that i'm like i want to see if that's a thing for us like yeah i i want more la friends that are not that we make together yeah it's been really nice to have couple friends like even two people that we know and have known separately started dating and it's been so fun to like show me oh oh my god uh, yeah 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 i mean it's not a secret people just don't yeah know them well actually they probably do but yeah it's just like it's been really fun because i like those two as individuals and i've yeah. been really enjoying their dynamic together where i'm like i'd like to double date with you guys i'd like to hang out like it's so yeah. it makes me feel giddy when i have that desire for me those too. friendships because i'm already an introvert my social battery is limited yeah so i have to be so cautious where i spend it so when i do want to spend it on somebody especially new people it's like it's a fun feeling i was thinking this morning also that i want to think it's so hard i I was like this (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i was thinking this morning that i want to like make a post about couch hangs and like the importance of a couch hang i love a couch how how different of a level of friendship that requires to be able to sploot on a couch and just 
be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking like, oh, we haven't made friends, newer friends or gotten deeper friends in a while that I would want to couch hang with. And then I was like, Bia and Sid, I would couch hang with them any day. Any day. And like we've been friends with them for years, it feels like. But like. I've known Bia since like right when I moved to LA. Yeah. Like, yeah. And and I'm like, dude, I would couch hang with you. I'd text them on a Tuesday and be like, you guys, we have nothing in our batteries right now. Yeah. But do you just want to come sit and order food and watch shit together? Yeah. Like, yeah, so they're so easy. Those are the friends I'm looking to make. Totally. If if any. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel or like dinner. I dinner got friends. I got to apartment like for a long time growing up, I could kind of like compartmentalize friends. Like these are my going out friends. These are my sit on the couch friends. These are my like go to dinner with friends. I want people who can be all of it. Yeah. I want people who I can go out and get drinks and like party a little too hard. Yeah. But then those are the same people I also want to have a couch hang with. Absolutely. Like I kind of need people who can do it all yeah. except for dinner. I'm a little bit more lenient on that. I'm okay to have people who it's like normally we just kind of like go and get dinner with them. Yeah. Because that's really fun to do. That is fun. That's where I'm at with my adulthood friendships. Dude, I love that. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy for you. That's it. That's a fun. I mean, I feel like I share like most of your feelings. I also feel like during COVID, we were investing a lot in your friendships because they were all super local. None of yeah. my friends lived here. And mm-hmm. now with all the weddings and stuff this year and, and like people being in LA mm-hmm. and that area, we're like kind of ping ponging back the other way. Yeah. But it's also so special because we're connecting our friend groups. Like we had a couch hang with one couple and another couple. Yeah. And they both came over and we all vibed out and it was just like, that's. that's yeah. Correct. After our wedding, everyone's like friends with each other. Yeah. Every time we see either predominantly your friend group or my friend group, they'll talk about each other and be like, Oh my God, how's so-and-so like, Oh, yeah. I love them. Like, it's just so sweet. It's really it. fun. I feel like we are like cultivating this like little community of really awesome people. I love friends. It's so fun. Me too. Cute. It's so cute. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah, it's got a high res 120 hertz display. Plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. So, what's been on your mind, baby? In the early wee mornings? <laughs> um, What's been on? Oh, the thing that I've been thinking about a lot is I want to have a, a better relationship with um you. I'm just kidding. Uh, that was I'm just kidding, I'm kidding. really scary, guys. With my side piece. <laughs> I want to have a better. That one didn't bother me. I was like, "You're yeah, fucking right." Okay, I want to have <laughs> a better relationship with, uh, like things that I I post online. Um, mm. I love when something goes even semi-viral. I love when something gets a lot of views or a lot of comments or a lot Mm -hmm. of engagement or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I want to figure out if that's a healthy thing for me to like or not Mm. because it feels good and bad. So example is the other day I posted a TikTok and it was just of my team at work freaking out because the Zoom got the zoom audio got fucked up and it like made this silly song and whatever. Mm -hmm. And I posted it and like within a couple hours it had like 300,000 views. And then now it has like 1.2 and people are like messaging me and being like, Oh my God, I heard it on the radio and like, whatever. I get so excited about this. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited about it. Mm -hmm. I love looking on my little TikTok being like, Oh my God, that's so crazy. So many people have seen this little thing. Um, Hmm. And, and, I I think wait specific question about that instance yeah, yeah. so it's not something that you like created that yes. you like put effort into no. it was just a little like you had no control over the zoom yeah. happening do you feel differently about the gratification of that seeing getting a lot of eyes as opposed to like your writing like you've been sharing a lot of posts writing little stuff like yeah I think I mean I love when it's 
it obviously it feels different if it's something that like I put thought into and quote unquote tried yeah. to have be something that like people share and care about. Yeah. Hashtag share and care. Don't forget. For um, sure. <laughs> sharing is caring. Um, I thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that that was like an embarrassing laugh more than anything wasn't it yeah well it was that. like why why'd you do it again but just say it backwards because <laughs> sharing caring is, is sharing <laughs> and then you start talking you're like yeah caring sharing no what? sharing is caring i know but you said it one way and then well you- i know because sharing sharing is caring is a real thing yeah i know and so that's funny so it doesn't matter okay. so <laughs> clearly i will not be posting that on tiktok <laughs> no uh, do it do it let's see what happens no. um Oh, sorry. Here, okay. my foot bothering you. You're just digging your little toe <laughs> into my leg. <laughs> um, so I think obviously it means more if it's something that I thought about. Yeah. But I also love just that moment of like you're filming something or you're capturing something in some way and you're like, this would go well on TikTok. I can feel it. And then it does. And then it does. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's even, I think also me trying to grow our podcast channels just Mm -hmm. by posting clips of our stuff like i love when something takes off even if it doesn't even take off it just gets to like the past ten thousand mark yeah i'm like that's a win yeah and it's becoming competitive against myself Mm. and against others sometimes i check like other podcast channels to like get an idea of what it should be like and yeah um and then there's also a part of me that's like that's how i'm built i've been a marketer my entire life like this is I'm used to caring about this about growth and numbers and stuff like that. Um, But it's like, this is the first time that I've been focusing on it more as like a me thing. I'm like, this is our podcast. These are like my my Instagram, my channels, like stuff like that, Mm -hmm. that it's an interesting thing that I'm trying Mm -hmm. to navigate. I just don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. Have you talked about it in therapy at all yet? No, it's, it's interesting and it's good and bad. And I think it's something to always kind of keep an eye on and check in with yourself about because it's weird whenever social media is part of your job, of course you want it to do well and you being in marketing, like those numbers matter. They do in a sense equal success to some degree whenever you're like, packaging a product and trying to get it out there maybe not the zoom video but like the podcast stuff and things that like you are marketing it yeah but then you just have to be careful when it tiptoes into the realm of comparison and obsessively needing outside validation that's and it's really easy to fall into that it's like if this doesn't do well it must be bad which is stupid yeah like it shouldn't correlate directly with likes or and and i know that this is like this is a conversation that's 10 years old now we all get it we all know that like likes aren't all that it's about and like follows and shit like that this like, conversation is ne- never gonna get old though we're always gonna have to talk about this you i know? know it's just this is the first time that i'm experiencing it for me and yeah. wanting to be like okay i see the importance of these things from a brand perspective and for like longevity in like yeah. creating things and if i want to write a book someday if i want to like if I want our podcast to be like our our thing that we do forever, like I know that growth is needed, mm-hmm. but then there's also like the other side of me that's like so aware that social media and that obsession is dangerous. Yeah, totally. And I don't feel like I'm in obsession territory at all. I just feel like I'm starting to notice that I'm caring. Mm-hmm more than I did and that's something that I'm like ooh, I want to pump the brakes and like see how I feel yeah you just got to keep the why at the forefront of your mind and like always always be thinking like is this a productive thing that I'm caring about I think the best thing that happened to me honestly is like all of the algorithms being a mess yeah and then TikTok is so fickle yeah and I it's frustrating as a content creator, but it's so helpful because yeah. I can post something that I know is better than something that performed really well and yeah. it performed poorly. Yeah. And I can tell myself and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was just shit. And nobody liked it. Yeah. But because it's so fickle, I can go, you know what? Instagram algorithm has been crazy. Yeah. I'm not going to worry about that. And it really helps you to just post what you like totally. and what you think is valuable. But you do have to, if you are doing it as your job, you have to keep in mind like, well, I want to make sure people are enjoying this. I want to get their opinions. Yeah. 
But at the end of the day, post what you know is good. Post what you know is funny, cool, whatever it may be. Educational. What funny apparently. But that's the thing. You po- you don't worry about what... Do you see my sad face? I see your sad face, but yeah. you're missing the point. Yeah. You don't worry about what other people are thinking is funny. You think it's funny. Totally. Everyone's going to have their group. Totally. No matter what you share. You're going to have your group that loves it, and you're going to have your group that hates it. Yeah. No matter what it is, you cannot please everyone all the time, and you can't please the same person all the time. Totally. So you just have to ignore that. You do your best. You share what you like. And obviously, like, you take criticism in mind if you're trying to create a product for people to consume. Yeah. But that's all you can do. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the thing that has been really helpful for me, too, is being like, what of these metrics is actually helpful to my life? Yeah. And to me, like, obviously, quality over quantity is I'm trying to sit in that and have that be something that I'm like, okay, as long as I think it's good, then that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, but I also am like the comments mean so much more to me than anything else. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's okay. I Mm -hmm. think I've settled with the fact that I'm like, if I see a comment of someone being like, I resonate with this or I like this or like even a heart or something, I'm like that is feedback that I need more Mm -hmm. than liking something, sharing something, getting a lot of views. Yeah, it takes effort. And I'm like, okay, this actually matters. And the type of people that would go to comment on something that I write or that we post or whatever are the type of people that like would be at a live show if we did one, would like buy buy a book, but would like, those are the relationships that I think are more worth caring about and are okay to care about Mm -hmm. um, than anything else. So I don't know, just been on my mind. Yeah, it's very interesting. It's a weird dynamic. Yeah. And generally for you, a new dynamic. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Love you. I love you too. You okay? Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> just like, I'm I'm just thinking. I, I. It's been like a really fun kind of new thing to navigate. And yeah. then it's also cool to have you there for it because like you've been navigating it since it, it was a thing, like, mm-hmm. which is cool. I'm just weird. Do you still feel like that hit of dopamine if something like quote unquote takes off? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think very related to like the drug metaphor of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets less and less. It's never, it's never enough. Mm-hmm. I think I realized that early on because I remember right right when I started, when I didn't even mean to have a career in this, but it was like inevitably happening. Yeah. Being like, oh, if I hit this, if I have this many followers, blah, blah, blah. Like there was always the next thing. And I think I had reached like a a goal that I said that, like that was it. That was goal. Yeah. And it, I got there and I was like, oh. Yeah. It didn't feel rewarding. I didn't feel like I achieve something. Right. And I had to like check in with myself and tell myself that that does not matter. Yeah. I would rather have 500 people following me and like getting something out of me sharing stuff or enjoying my content. Yeah. Than like 5 million, million. random yeah. people. Yeah. And one is not less than the other. Like totally. there's a lot of reasons why people get uh, millions and millions of followers and it's not always great yeah so i think i like checked in with with myself very early on and told myself that i don't care and i just decided to not care which is not always easy i have to like check myself often yeah and be like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. relax but yeah i i think i've like really kind of gotten into a healthy relationship with it that's good you don't like see the the big lows anymore like um no. And I, yeah. I, I think also the internet has changed where, I mean, not completely. People are still thriving to be like the next, this person, the next Emma Chamberlain, the next Dixie Charlie, whatever. These people who like skyrocket yeah. out of nowhere. And I think, I think we're really starting to value like micro influencers too. Yeah. Like that's a whole career. Yeah. You don't have to have millions and millions of followers to have a career. Yeah. And I think that's what it was scary when my, livelihood was so tied up in it where I was like no people have to like this yeah people have to comment and share and say and whatever and follow yeah because if not I'm not gonna get jobs right when I stopped caring about that and just was like I'm just gonna 
try to work with brands that I think are really dope and I enjoy and create cool content for them and enjoy it. That's yeah. when things worked. Right. That it's like, it, oh, it doesn't matter. It isn't all about the numbers. Yeah. As much as like marketing and your like business side of your brain wants to tell you it is. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Because there also there's like stats that a lot of times micro influencers sell way more products. Totally. Because people are trusting that. They're seeing that as like real and authentic. And it's the right audience. It's so specific. Like you're not going to follow a mommy blogger. If there's two mommy bloggers and one of them posts about a thousand th- different things and one of them posts about their kid having autism, the ki- the person that has 10,000 followers and their kid has autism will have way more engaged audience than someone that is like with like the just, specific things that they're wanting totally it's because 100%. it's like i'm following this because i need this like, yeah or i really enjoy this and it's specific like that was the whole i i you know this but i worked at patreon for like five and a half years and that was the whole thing with patreon it's like it's not it's not about broad quantity in mm-hmm. fact the people that make the most on patreon are not the household names exactly. generally it's not someone that you know yeah it's someone that like like I remember this really high earning person was um she had a online a digital magazine called nitty magazine like knit mm-hmm. she taught people how to Shit. knit and she made bank mm-hmm. and I'd never heard of her most I guarantee probably no one on this listening to this podcast has heard of this person and she's like tip top at the very very highest of her niche Mm -hmm. and makes more than probably both of us yeah and it's like so sick yeah and it's yeah yeah so it's stuff like that where I'm like I'm trying to to I know that in my heart that that is the kind of community that I want to build just even with the stuff that I post and I do think that I have that Mm -hmm. but when I'm like I think TikTok has fucked with my head a little bit where I like go on to TikTok and I just post something and I'm like, oh my God, in a day, a million people saw this thing. Like it just does something to your head a little bit where you're like, Mm -hmm. ooh, like what else should I? And then if you post something else and like you get 10 comments of people being like, I love you. I love it. Not I love you. I love it. Mm -hmm. Then it's this like weird, You, it's hard to equate them yeah i mean tiktok's weird it's like even though that's 10 times better anyone before when it was like on instagram you had to have so many followers to get like a million people to like your photo yeah now it's like somebody could open a tiktok account right now post a video and it could get 20 million views totally and then you could never hear from them again yeah so it's like as cliche as it is we really have to focus on quality over quantity yeah. in every sense when you're on social media. What totally. you're putting out, the type of people who are consuming it, it's just not about reaching the masses. It does not matter. Because it yeah. doesn't equate to much. I just want it to get to a level. So like, I think growth like that matters if you're trying to turn it into a sustainable living. Like for us, for a, the podcast to be like a meaningful lever for us. Yeah. I'm like growth does matter to some extent. Yeah, so numbers like do matter. Mm-hmm. And like brand awareness matters. Like that stuff totally. matters. But like for my personal stuff mm-hmm. where I'm not trying to be like a full-time creator. But even if you were, like I'm, I'm saying you don't need. Totally. That's not what it's about. For this, because you're like, it's like a TV show. You have to get a certain amount of eyes on it for it to stay on air. Totally same with the podcast yeah you have to have enough people like yes we could do this as a passion project forever right but you don't have time like we don't have enough time to only put something put so we put so much energy into this Mm -hmm. that if it doesn't make money sure but like as a content creator creating user-generated content yeah for brands you could have zero followers and do that like there are ways to sustain it yeah it's just it's a weird dynamic it needs to be like classes on this for kids. Like there's there should be. high schools need to change so much. I'm not going to get off on that tangent, but like the Dude, things we don't let's learn. Let's be the change we wish to see. Let's do it. <laughs> let's go high school to high school. Oh my God. We're back on Billy Madison. We always come back to Billy Madison. We always come back. To we're Billy going Madison. back to school and we're no, going to change it No, I didn't mean we go back to high school. I meant like we, we go as adults yeah. and help not go. We're not taking classes. No, I think you go and <laughs> no. I go back to school. 
Okay. So we're going from inside and outside. Got so it, I'm in there and I'm like, sheesh. And I'm like, they're not going to know. They're going to think you're in high school. Yeah. And then they're going to be like, dude, this girl looks just as young as all of us. And no, she- now you're giving me, what's that movie? Um, with 21 again troy bolton <laughs> yeah eight, eight, 17 again <laughs> yeah yeah where he's like not popular when he goes back and it's so sad well and then he starts being himself and then he gets popular yeah yeah, yeah. which is the vibe yeah sheesh cool sheesh um so yeah that's what's top of mind i love i'm loving that i'm loving that we just did that that's yeah, actually that was really fun it's a it's a nice way to like catch up with you i know i really enjoyed that and like get to like kind of dive in your head a little bit welcome to my brain it's should we should we dive into the head of one of our listeners and see where they're at? Absolutely. All right. God, always, I love these stories. I do too. These as, make me happy. As always, you can send in your listener gossip stories um, at stayinguppod at gmail.com. Uh, we got a lot. Well, we got to sift through these bad boys. We got stories on days. Uh, four days. <laughs> Whoa. On days. Um, okay. They said a lot of nice things. And then, you ready for this? I'm ready. Extremely long story short. Oh, wait. Let me pause. I want everybody to get in the mindset that we're all sitting around a little fire. <laughs> we are like laying on our tummies and with our, like, yes, with like our toes up and we're like twiddling our toes mm-hmm. and we're being like, okay, tell me, bitch, what's going on? Yeah. Okay. Tell me, bitch. <laughs> finish what's going on there we go okay so extremely long story short i am in love with my best friend but she has a boyfriend and now her roommate has been intensely flirting with me and i don't know what to do wait wait, wait, wait. yeah can i get these dynamics right really quick well there's so, more there's more people no 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 characters but, but there's more um she goes into it a little more and i think it'll help you okay okay get the lay of the land all right go ahead um let's call main girly cal okay callie Shoot. Callie has, for the past seven months, been on and off feeling vibes from her best friend, who is Mandy. Callie and Mandy. Okay. Adorable. I know. Honestly, cute. Yeah. It's giving 90s. Um, okay. So she, Callie's been feeling like Mandy likes her for seven months. But Mandy has a boyfriend. But Mandy has a boyfriend. Okay. Mandy is also bi. Oh, okay. Um, Mandy hasn't broken up with her boyfriend. So Callie's like, I'm not going to do anything about this. I'm just going to chill. Yeah. But now Mandy's roommate oh, God. is flirting with Callie. And Callie just feels like... Rumi's another girl? Rumi's another girl. Okay. Um, Rumi's... Yeah, she could just be Rumi. Um, so Rumi is really flirting with Callie. Okay. And... Callie just feels like, fuck, this is going to mess everything up if I do anything. But also, it could be fun. Ah, you messy bitch. <laughs> Kelly says, I might. Um, but then, she says, but then, if Mandy breaks up with her boyfriend, then that would just put everyone in the weirdest position. So, I don't know. You both give such good advice. I feel like at least one of you would tell me something I need to hear. <gasps> oh, my God. Miss Callie Bally. Ah, I need so much more context. I need to know more about Rumi. I want to know, okay, like, I would test the waters yeah. and not take it there with Rumi yet, but we don't know anything about Mandy. We don't know if she's into you. We don't know if she's ever going to leave her boyfriend. <clears throat> I, I think would flirt the- with Rumi or, like, at least let Mandy see me in Rumi, like, yeah. Rumi flirting with me, maybe. I would try to get that. So, yeah. like, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. And then, see, does Mandy that get jealous? Hot. Say it again. I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like, is, is, is Mandy getting, like, any type of way seeing this? Because if Mandy's not, I'm I'm very yeah. quick to be like, okay, you're not into me. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. No, no, no. Not going there. Look, I mean, I think I agree wholeheartedly. I think, um, Callie, I love... I didn't understand that. Oh, Siri's trying to get Siri's in on the gauze. Not now, girly. Um, I think that... I love Callie's attitude of like, but also could it be a little fun? I think it is fun. I think it's, I mean, yeah, you're not, don't get in a relationship with Rumi. Like just hang out. And also what if, what if you and Rumi turn into something beautiful and fun and cool? Yeah. Do we even like, do we like Rumi? 
yes i need more i i want this pp to be right here (laughs) i want to chat about this because i need like i want to dive into how they're feeling about all of these different players yeah well let's okay so let's assume for this story that mandy really does like callie she callie said very very like uh confidently like but it's been she's, seven she's months vibes. obviously mandy's hung up in her situation yeah. whether it's she actually does like her boyfriend yeah it's weird to get out of it sounds messy and even if she does get out of it it's like maybe let her kind of like recenter herself for a yeah. second you're not gonna not date until and no. if mandy's ready i get that it's a little tricky that it's her roommate yeah but then she shouldn't have had a, a hot roommate absolutely <laughs> great point babe are we giving horrible advice right now no no we're giving what we would we're really real do advice I, if you were my friend pp this is what i would be saying cal i truly believe that you need to f- next your assignment is the next time that you're at the house with the roomie and mandy both there put it on a little bit subtle to the roomie. i want a little subtle subtle yes i'm saying a little bit yeah like like if if this person's really starting to flirt with you, flirt back. It'd be rude not to. It would honestly, they're putting themselves out there. Just like give it a little something. Like, if you're interested. Yeah. Don't. Okay. Just to kind of mix it up here though. I'm thinking like if Rumi is my friend here, I wouldn't want Cal playing Rumi just to like as a little pawn. No. To get Mandy. You know what I mean? So only, only if you're kind of into it, which I think you are. I think you, you gave are us too. very little of the detail of like how you're feeling but i think you're into it let me revisit and see if there was something i missed but yeah i think you're a little bit into roomy your only fear is well i really like mandy so if she were to be single tomorrow i could potentially hurt roomy slash i don't want to put mandy off Mm -hmm. by getting with the roomy and making things messy but like mandy has a boyfriend Mandy's vibing Also, she said that the roomie has been intensely flirting with her. And then in a later part, she said the roommate is really flirting with me. So, yeah, I think we if you're even a little interested, I think it's worth it. One thing Mm -hmm. that my therapist told me a long time ago was when I was like when I was like really exploring my sexuality um, was that I should have had more fun. I should have been a little messy sometimes. Not. Okay, yes. Well, considering it's calling this messy. I think messy, yeah, yes. If we're calling, be a little loose with it. Yeah. Is maybe. I would say if you do want to go a little more respectful route, because I'm taking out of the idea that- Respectful to who? Mandy. Taking out the idea of you and Mandy liking each other at all, it is Mandy's your friend currently. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's fair to check in with your friend before you hook up with their roommate because that could hook up. Yes. But that could cause issues. Just like if Mandy's just your friend, if you and Rumi get together and then like things get real messy, mm-hmm. not like that. Well, maybe like that too. Hey, ah! um, that could cause issues. Like you're her friend. That's her roommate. Yeah. So, and this could also put feelers out to like, it gives Mandy an opportunity to be like, fuck, no, I like you. Yeah. I break up with my boyfriend. But that's not what's happening here. So I would just, I think I would say, hey, have you picked up Rumi like really flirting? I'm not not into it. Do just, you feel just disrespected? Wanted, yeah. I want to check in with you. I think that could be respectful. I, Putting on my like res- responsibility hat here. Okay. Why don't we meet halfway? Okay. What do you, what's your proposition? If you are interested in getting to know roomie okay this is very intense the way you're looking at me sorry i'm feeling like we're on a first date hi <laughs> um oh my god i just kissed my beach on a first date <laughs> uh, um i i'm actually like losing my thought sorry what do you want me to do i don't know you're looking so lovely like, at me i know but just, just like ready to hear so filled with love um always so okay what I think we do here is if you're even remotely interested in giving old Mandy a try, 
I, Andy or sorry, Rumi? sorry, sorry, Rumi, Rumi, I was Rumi. like, whoa. She's like, I am, I am. Um, giving Rumi a try. Mm-hmm. I think you flirt back, mm-hmm. not intensely, but just see how it lands. Because sometimes when you go for a flirt, you immediately go, oh, that does not feel good. That's a good point. If it does go well, even if it's just on one hang, mm-hmm. then we talk to Mandy. I like that. Then can, we do that call. I can meet in the middle of that because... That's nice because, yeah, sometimes it's like the excitement of someone flirting with you that totally. makes you kind of into it. Yeah. And then as soon as you even kind of go there, you're like, ooh, never yeah, mind. You it's the no, ick. It's no, like, no. I don't like this. Yeah. yeah. So then. Give it a little. Then she's not causing drama that's not needed for, for literal No harm nothing. with flirting. Yeah. No harm. How do you flirt? What do you mean? How do I flirt? How would you flirt? If you were, if you were telling. Uh, I would Mandy, get really close. Oh, my God. And look you in the eye. <laughs> I feel flirted with. <laughs> I would just do like very basic stuff. I think it's really helpful to overly focus on them. If you're with a group of yeah. people, people get talked over. But if you're the one being like, well, this is dangerous because I try to do this because I get anxious of somebody feeling left yeah, out. I'm saying I don't want anyone to think kind I'm, of what you're doing. Yeah. Are you always flirting? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. But I, but I think that can be really good and if you do just like a very subtle touch either on the arm on the knee of like oh i'm so sorry what were you saying arm is way safer to me than knee knee this is friendly this is i'm clearly flirting though yeah but and we're in a very specific position how we're sat yeah if we're sitting at a table next to each other and you go touch my knee under the table it's not a ta- i'm that's i'm thinking like of a group hang we're all way. sitting on the couch and i'm like wait what were you saying yeah that's fine yeah it's gotta be quick it can't linger I mean, it depends how much you want to flirt. The I'm longer, the flirtier. early flirting. Yeah, yeah. We're talking early. If I go, wait, sorry, you were saying. Yeah. And, or if, and like, then you go like, to a grab, that's, that we're getting flirty. If you're pre-gaming, Rumi, do a job with me. Yes. Like, what, did you get a drink? Can I, can I make you one? I'm making myself this. Like, yeah. be just like a little You have so attention. much game. Thanks. You, I mean, it worked for me, so. Yeah, yeah your game is strong. Thanks, baby. But. I am realizing a lot of the things I do to try to be a good host or respectful is also what I would do, but they're different. It's almost like when you see a girl in the bathroom and you're like, oh my God, your hair looks so cute. And you just genuinely mean, your hair looks so cute. And you're trying to up her ego a little. Yeah. Like, you know, typical bathroom girl chat. Or if you see someone and you're like into them and you're like, I love your hair. It's like the inflection. If it goes up at the end. That's what I've been trying to say with texting. We don't text with multiple exclamation points when we are flirting. That is a no-no. Yes. Well, I actually, I was a guest on a podcast and I actually recently learned and agree and think it's very, a very big problem in the queer community, specifically with women. Hit me. Is over texting. Yeah. We go into texting. You can't read them well. And you create someone in your mind. Yeah. And it's very easy to work with the few words in a text and make them fill that narrative. Yeah. That I think we should all kind of in the dating phase, text less, get off the apps. I mean, meet them on the app, make a plan. Yeah. And don't text a bunch before that. Try to not communicate too much in between. Because we all know people that are just uh, incredible on text, but they suck in person or the other way around. There are so many where I'm like, you're so funny. And then I hang out with them in person. I'm like, you're not funny. Where did you go? Yeah. Yeah, who had your phone? Yeah, some people, we all have different personalities via text. We come off different. So, yeah, I'm not into, I don't know how we even got into all the texting, but. Oh, the inflections. Oh, but yes. So if if I text you, you look so hot with. That just kind of sounds like you're flirting. Are you telling anyone that they look so hot? I'm flirting with you. Oh, I was like, I thought you were going to say a difference between like, if you say that when you're flirting and you say that you're not. I'm like, if I say to you, you look so hot. Yeah. With no punctuation. That is so hotter than. You look so hot with an exclamation point. I'm suddenly 13 years old and I'm like, oh yeah, you look so hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's different. You. Yeah, it's like the confidence in the flirt of I don't need to be overly enthusiastic about it. Yeah. It's so much hotter when someone's just like, wow, I, your outfit is so, so hot. They're like, oh my God, your outfit's so hot. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like Even if you're like, you look so sexy, I want to bang you. It like <laughs> literally becomes like 
friend zoned. And I'm like, well, that's weird. Yeah. So girlies, be careful out there. Be so careful out there. Be careful with your flirting. Be careful with your... uh, (laughs) Stay safe. But also, if that is who you are, if that is your vibe, you will find someone that loves you for all of your inflections and all of the things. Yeah. Just good to be aware of. Just good to be aware. It's not landing. Yeah. Because if you'll find somebody who loves that, but there are people who might not Mm -hmm. or not get it, Mm -hmm. might need to be a little more clear. Just try to be a little, 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 be a little more clear. A little more clear. Wow, I am so excited for an update on this story. PP, keep us posted on Rumi. Callie, hit and us up. I forget the other fake Mandy. name we gave. Mandy. I was yeah. gonna call her Maggie. Maggie. <laughs> Old Maggie. Oh, little Maggie. Old Maggie. Uh, wow. Well, great up. That was fun. I had a great time with you. I love you. And I had a great time with all of you, our precious peepees. Precious little peepees. Peepees. Oh. PLPB. Boops. No. No. That doesn't even make sense. I don't know. PPs is kind of not hitting like it used to. Because everyone told you that it's weird. (laughs) (laughs) The data I got, not good. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for staying up. Love you guys. Bye. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What do pole dancing, AI chatbots, and diet culture all have in common? These subjects have a home on Embodied, the award-winning podcast I host from North Carolina Public Radio WUNC. My name is Anita Rao, and you can consider me your personal guide to taking on the taboo. Join me to explore important questions about our bodies and our society, where nothing is off limits. So go ahead, listen to Embodied every Friday wherever you get your podcasts.